You're about to listen to a message from the LifePoint Church, a warm and friendly home for the young at heart. Love on the person next to you and tell them Happy New Year. Amen. Amen. It feels like I've been away for a bit. Uh, what do I normally do when we start? We sing. No, we're going to sing in the middle of the message. All right. Because we do have some singing and dancing to do. Amen. 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 Uh, Life point on three years old during the week. And we thank God. We thank God. We thank God. All right. So let me, let me start. Let's open our Bibles to Psalm 78. Um, and let's read a couple of scriptures. Um, I think we would, we would spend some time worshiping and praying at the end of the service. If it's your first time at LifePoint, thank you so much for coming. God bless you. Let's celebrate Dami Adelawa for sharing her God experience. God bless you, Dami. God bless you. Um, the message today might be long, just to, just to warn you. I've not, I've not preached like three weeks. But I heard some of you waited for Bonaboy till 2 a.m. So... <laughs> If you can wait for when I heard the news, I was like, <laughs> we're going to put a sign out there if you're leaving early, but you waited for Bonaboy. <laughs> I'm not, not taking any prisoners this year, okay? Um, ask your neighbor, do you still remember the worship songs? So some of you took a holiday. You know. Do you remember the worship songs? Do you, do, you know, do, you, do you remember what we do in church? Because it felt like a very long, long break. Psalm 78 and verse 12 to 16. Um, it says, Marvelous things did he in the sight of their fathers, in the land of Egypt, in the field of Zoan. He divided the sea and caused them to pass through, and he made the waters to stand as a heap. In the daytime also he led them with a cloud, and all the night with a light of fire. He cleaved the rocks in the wilderness and gave them drink out of the great depths. He brought them streams also out of the rock and caused waters to run down like rivers. May God bless the reading of his word. Um, as part of the Elevation Church, it's, it's, our approach normally is to pray uh, the, you know, as the year, the year runs, and, and we ask God, look, Lord, what is the coming season like? And I remember we went on a pastor's retreat, and, you know, my pastor was saying, Pastor Godman was saying, look, the word in his heart is not limit God, all right? Um, and, you know, he started to talk to us out of Psalm 78, you know, and that whole documentation of Israel walking with God and how it was that even though they had you know, seeing all sorts of things happen, that they still got to a place where, uh, if you read verse 41 of Psalm 78, the Bible says, Yea, they turned back and tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. And um, he, he began to talk to us about how, look, we, he senses that God wants to do all sorts of things. And that our mandate, our call this year is to make sure we are not in God's way. All right. And so we're going to talk through that and a couple of things um, this morning. Um, as I prayed during my break, praying for Life Point, uh, praying for myself, my family, God also dropped a couple of things in my heart and I'll speak about them. As we start this year, I want to thank everyone who. Um, leads, who serves, who comes to LifePoint. Um, we, we keep saying we're not a professional church, okay? In the sense that we're mission-filled. We're, we're not here because, we're not here because um, it's a good thing to do. There's a lot of purpose attached to LifePoint, all right? There's, there's a mandate over us. We're part of the Elevation Church, a man that has elevation churches to make greatness common. And God has then called us as life point, you know, to preach the same message we say in a different language. Um, and it's a huge honor, you know. Um, it's one of the most, uh, the biggest privileges for me to pastor life point in this season of my life. All right. So thank you so much. Um, we, we are a generation that... Um, 
celebrates truth and vulnerability and realness, okay? Which is why one of the things we will do at LifePoint is to share God experiences at the very core of who we are. Okay, so if you have not shared your God experience yet, may I ask you to consider doing so. Uh, what we will do in the coming weeks is that you would find a number of the leaders, including myself, I hope, uh, sharing again their God experiences as we model to the church how uh, we perceive the culture that God has called us. You know, because when we share a God experience, you're saying, this is who I am, this is where I've been, this is where God has found me, and this is where we are now, okay? Help me ask the person next to you, have you shared your God experience, please? Huh? Have you shared your God experience, please? All right. <laughs> um, we'll ask, if you have not shared your God experience, there are a couple of tall people in church, Ejiro, one of them. You can walk up to him after service. Uh, he's, any tall guy you walk up to, there's a 20% chance is Ejiro. Really tall, okay? Um, walk up to him after service, say, I want to share my God experience. Or any of the pastors, any of the leaders, yeah, you know, just say, we're like, well, we schedule you, and there's, there's a bit of coaching that goes on in terms of what is done. But I'm going to ask you that in this year, please come to church. All right? Don't, don't, um, there's a sense of, so this year for us is really special, okay? So we, we want to invest our energy as a church properly. Let's not use the energy to be looking for you, to be calling you on Sunday after, oh, what happened? And then you're just waking up, oh, what time is it? No, no, no. This year, let's, let's be here, all right? Um, when you come to church hungry, God knows. When I mean hungry, I mean uh, not just food, <laughs> but you should come, well, depends. Uh, but when you come to church hungry, God knows. When you come to church with a desire in your heart, it's apparent in how God responds. In fact, even your pastor feels it. Right? Sometimes when you come and preach, like, praise the Lord, and people look at you like, yeah. Say to your neighbor, hmm. <laughs> then the guy just quickly preaches what God has laid in his heart. But there's he can sometimes feel the energy. When I preach long messages sometimes, not because I want to preach long messages every time. Sometimes the hunger of the people that keeps me going. I can see it in your eyes. Huh? <laughs> but bring your heart to church. Life Point is one of the realest places you can go to in Lagos. We don't always pretend. Okay, <laughs> we, don't. we don't have that kind of energy and time. All right? But my point is to so come to church. Come, drag your friends. If, they, if you have to pay them, pay them. Promise them lunch. Whatever, but bring them to church, okay? But this year belongs to us, Life Point. Um, this year is not an accident. For, for someone I'd put in my note as God impressed in my heart, and you would find that I would dabble in and out of the message and the things God has impressed in my heart. I just have to be able to do both today. That this is your happy year. I don't know who you are, okay? It's your happy year. Uh, and because because there is a there is a culture of sadness, of hopelessness, of despondency that has been peddled in this generation. And you, the thing with cultures is that you don't always decide them. All right? Who decide? You didn't wake up one day and decide you'll start wearing torn jeans around Lagos in the name of fashion. No. But people did it. They hailed them on Instagram. You saw it in the shop. So you bought one. Your cousin said it was nice. Hence, all your jeans are now torn. So there's a culture of sadness. And sometimes that sadness is the... <laughs> this message might be long. I have to... I have to that, that sadness might be the shadow that a broken world casts upon the souls of men. But this is our happy year. All right? I didn't hear an amen. This is our happy year. Right. They will say, what can 500, 600 young people, you know, in the city of Lagos do with 365 days? Um, a lot, a huge amount, okay? Uh, I think it was, I can't remember when this had come to my heart, but, you know, God was saying for someone that they will clap for you this year. And I, and I wrote that down in a hurry, okay? I wrote that down in a hurry. I wrote that down in a hurry. There are a lot of possibilities in 2019, there are a lot of possibilities in 2019. When we're praying, 
the leaders and the pastors yesterday morning, uh, one of the things we were saying was, look, we're desirous that the Holy Spirit will fill us afresh. The Holy Spirit fills people uh, and in measures. But we're saying that this year we don't want to settle for half full. We don't want to have any space left at all. All right. Um, and, and what will happen is that in our individual lives, all right, it will be, you will not be able to pretend, you will not be a social Christian. You, it will be hard. I, I'm serious. So God will blow your cover this year. You know, for some of you, no, no, no. For some of you, you are still cool and spiritual. God will take you, one, you'll just be, one day you'll be in a club and you start speaking in tongues. <laughs> You just look at your friend, give him a word of knowledge. You, 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 you pray in tongues, pray in tongues, you stomp out. <laughs> Next time it's the bouncers that will stop you from entering. <laughs> but I am serious. Uh, I was praying and there's like one, one, for one person you will wake up one day and you won't be able to go to work. Not because you are, you are faking illness, no. It will be that what, what you meant to be just simple morning devotion will turn into a prayer rally. Okay? So tell the person next to you, this year is a special year. This year is a special year. It's a special year. It's a special year. And, um, guys, God himself is unlimited. All right? He's unlimited. Over the break, and I wasn't there, I had reports, because if I was there, I wouldn't have let it happen. Um, my wife and the kids went somewhere to eat. I know they don't do it in Nigeria, but sometimes when you buy food, they say it's um, unre unlimited refills. All right? <laughs> they don't try it in Lagos because they know that. <laughs> so you buy a drink, say so you buy Coke, I don't know how much it is, and then they say, oh, no, you can just go to the machine and just keep on filling. Some people come there at 7 a.m. and just feel like, have you not finished? My meal has not finished. You see my meal there? And just stay and fill up. But my daughter said to me, that my, or somebody, before people take away my lunch, that people in that party that went from my family <laughs> had a lot of drinks. <laughs> because you know when you go to that kind of machine, even when you get there and it finishes, you can demand. Guys, this thing is empty. Refill it. God is unlimited. He is unlimited. When was the last time you said, God, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not flowing. Because some of us treat God like, like he's your state government or your federal government or your employer. But he's unlimited. God is not your boyfriend. No, he's not your physical boyfriend. <laughs> That's what I, I, understand, oh, I understand what you mean. He's your boyfriend. And, and I hope you have a real boyfriend too. God, it is no shade this year. I apologize. After service, come. I give you a hug. After whoever you are, I love you with God's love. All right. <laughs> New year. New year. But he's not your boyfriend who buys you gifts on February 14th, birthday. No, 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 no. Bible says he daily loads us with benefit. Daily. Daily. All right. Daily loads us with benefits. He is exceedingly powerful and unlimited in his ability. So with the people of Israel, God goes to great lengths yeah, to show them that, look, I am not, I'm not Pharaoh. I am not human. Okay. And as you walk with an unlimited God, you must make sure that your words, and Dami and her God experience spoke about how God had to speak to them about the words that they were saying, your attitude, your prayers, your actions reflect who you are working with. If you've ever gone out with someone before, and some ladies might know what I'm talking about, and you went out with him out of the goodness of your heart. You think he might have a future. But the present, you know, you guys even took, you know, took a taxi there. He doesn't have a car. He's a nice guy. 
And so you didn't, you, you took a, when you, when you are ordering, you have a Christian conscience. So when you see oysters, 25,000, you look at this guy. <laughs> and you remember P.I.'s voice in your head. We are Christians, we do not behave. In a, you know that if you order it, you might have taken 10% of his monthly salary. <laughs> so you, you order the things that you think also don't make you look greedy. Yeah? But you know that there's an uncle that can take you out. A real uncle, not a sugar uncle. Real uncle. God of mercy. All right. There's an uncle that can take you out. That, you know, billionaire uncle. <laughs> it's even him that's telling you, you don't want oyster. You're saying, uncle, no. Order. Wait, I bring two, two, you know. Things you have never eaten before, do not intend to eat. Just, you're, you're just ordering them for the gram so you can take a picture and show your enemies what God has prospered you with. Um, but you know there's a way you just, you're like, <laughs> I mean, you know when you travel and when you're on a budget, you know when you go into a restaurant and you order your things one after the other. To this, to this. How much is that now? <laughs> that speaks of a limit, yeah. Because you kind of know that when you think in your mind, 50 pounds minus 38, 12 pounds left. How much is that one there? <laughs> 10 pounds, one of that. But God says to the people of Israel, he demonstrates to them over and over again, but I do not have limitations. I don't. So when he's taking them out of Egypt, he puts on a proper show for them in the way he deals with Egypt. Because, you know, um, he, all the things he does with the Egyptians are God saying to the people of Israel, would you please understand who I am? But the challenge is that, you know, Psalm 78 that we read here says he then when brings them out of Egypt, he then takes them through miracle after miracle after But the Bible says, yet they limited him. I mean, do you imagine, you know, one day I say to you guys, God wants to do a miracle. Everybody, we're not meeting here today. Let's gather by the barbage. Half of you come, because I know the other half, you're like, Dada, yeah, you're on your own. <laughs> they will tell us, and you, we gather the barbage. And then I take my iPad, because you know, it's more appropriate, and I raise it up and I say, Pats! The thing moves, whom? That I said, whom? That I said, say, follow me, you're on the band, go first. Follow <laughs> me, says, PI. I say, okay, pastors, go first. And then the pastors go, then the band, of course, then jump, then we're in the media, like, hey, I hope this is not a ploy, that God just wants to bury us here. Whoever it is, they say, don't walk fast, walk fast, walk fast. Walk fast. You don't know how long this thing is up for. But as you are going in the middle, you are looking back and you're like, my goodness, this might be real after all. And then not only are we, as we, we can see a cloud that pre prevents the Egyptians from coming. And as we get to the other side, the cloud leaves and the Egyptians rush in and then we see God put that back together and bury our enemies. <laughs> Somebody says, ah, if I see that PI, never, I can never doubt God again. Tell the person next to you, he's an unlimited God. He's an unlimited God. So he divides the sea and causes Israel to pass through. He's a God who specializes in deliverance and preservation. In the daytime, he leads them with a cloud, at night with fire. He is a God who specializes in protection, guidance, and direction. When they were thirsty, he brings water for them. When they were hungry, he brings food for them. God is willing and able to deploy his power to our advantage in the affairs of our lives. But, you know, it's, it's hard to then imagine how Israel refuses 
You know, it's almost like every opportunity they get, they turn back to who they used to be. Um, I think it was while I was on holiday, I said, look, you know, you, it is when you live in a place, you must, by God's help, try to make sure that that place doesn't live in you. And this is what I mean. For, so you live in Lagos, you need to make sure Lagos doesn't live in you. Because even when you are outside Lagos, sometimes you would still see the Lagos in you coming through. You know, you'll be in London and you're the only one rushing for the bus. Then you now remember, ah. Um, as Pastor says, um, and, and I repeat, there, there are a couple of things that we need to be mindful of as the year starts. We'll unpack this further in the coming weeks. But there are a couple of things as the new Israel, yeah, because it's easy to say to, you know, to, to Israel of old, you guys are just jokers. But it's, there are things which in our day, the new Israel, um, Hebrews, the writer of the book of Hebrews says, the gospel was first preached to them. So we are not the first batch. A couple of things that we need to be mindful of. One, um, wrong belief systems. Wrong belief system. This one, I think probably on a Wednesday or on a Sunday, we'll talk about it. Because uh, the narrative that you operate with in 2019 will make all the difference. The narrative that comes out of the belief system that you carry will make all the difference. Twelve people go, they were leaders actually, they go into a land, they see the same thing. Ten come back with a negative report. Two come back with a different narrative. The ten who come back with a negative report perish in the wilderness and all the people who believe them. Your narrative matters. And this is not just a case of saying put a positive spin on it. It's saying what does God say about the matter? In Jeremiah 29, 11, he says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and the hope. You, you need to embrace the fact that God knows he has thoughts. He has plans towards you. For someone, you know, we'll talk about it. It's just this sense of condemnation. But that is so last year. It is so last year. I think I've said it before here. But if you are still carrying guilt in your heart, if you are still walking around with a sense of condemnation, it means that you have not let the blood of Jesus do its complete work yet. He, he says to the woman who has been caught in adultery, he says, where are those who condemn you? He says, she says, they have gone. He says, neither do I condemn you. Romans 8 says, there is therefore now no condemnation. Tell the person next to you, no condemnation, no condemnation. But tell the other one you've been ignoring. Tell them, no condemnation at all. No condemnation at all. I know I looked like I judged you when you came to sit beside me, but no condemnation. No con God, God is bigger than me. <laughs> because life will not always make sense, but you will have to trust God because he has it all figured out. He has it all figured out. Faith will be a big deal in 2019. Faith uh, is, is taking God's narrative about a matter. Right? When Tammy is sharing her God experience, she's saying, look, the doctors have one report. There's discouragement on every side. But we take God's narrative. And you get God's results. And I, this is important because some people say to us in Nigeria, we're too spiritual. And I'm like, guys... I, so what do you, what is the option? Because being practical and being spiritual are not 
opposites. If you live in a developing country, you must trust in God. It's true. You must trust in God. If I, I say to people, look, if the devil sells you a wrong thought, a wrong narrative, a wrong mindset, he does not have to assign demons to your case anymore. He sends them an email. You can go on vacation. Five weeks. This year, I'm praying that every negative narrative that has been entrenched in our minds and hearts will be changed in Jesus' name. I didn't hear that. Amen. Amen. Tell the person next to you, you have to trust God this year. You have to trust God this year. You have to trust God this year. This, because, because it's interesting where the narrative, I was saying to someone, it's interesting where narratives come from. For some people, it's things which happened when you were quite young. You were the one who they didn't choose in the class team. So there's a narrative around you in your mind that people don't really like you. And so because you think people don't like you, you then behave in a particular way. And, and so you then learn to be nasty. And I, I say this, I don't say it lightly. Sometimes when I preach and I start to be pulled away. Some, I just get the impression that God is speaking to at least one person. And you've then put on an attitude. But that same attitude is what is then drawn out of the narrative that you have about your life. Is what is then limiting what God can do in your life. Because God will bring us miracles in life by people. He will send people to you. But they say hi to you, you eye them up, down, internally, externally. Tell someone, for someone, it's your year to be nice. If you're, I'm serious. If you say you don't have a word for the year, this is it. It's your year to be nice. The culture of Christianity eh, requires us to be nice on a supernatural level. That's the culture. If our Christians, I wonder we talk about it, are, are required to be hospitable. Hospitality is that's the way we live. In fact, I was saying to myself over the holidays that Christians are actually expected to have things in stock in case somebody needs it. You're supposed to have a smile in stock, a hello, a gift, money, food. When you go shopping. You are meant to shop for yourself and somebody who might come. So when you buy that blouse, Joko, you should buy in your size 6. Then you are size 6. So you buy size 6, then you buy 10 and 12. In case you find other people, not just your friends, other people who might need it. Somebody say amen. For someone, you need to understand that God has a plan for your life. I was speaking with someone months ago and I said, and she was saying, I can't remember what it was. It was something about her circumstance. And I'm not sure if it was the fact that there are no eligible young men to marry in Lagos anymore or something related. It might have been that one. Also spiritual. Okay. They don't exist anymore. Young men in this city, spiritual, that fear God. Ah, they don't exist. All the guys are silent. <laughs> I thought by this time you stand up on your seats and like we are here, we are here. But <laughs> said in a girl's voice, it's okay. <laughs> but I think that was it. And I said, well, I don't think that's true. But that for it to be true that you cannot find a spouse in a city of seventeen million plus people. And we are adding daily. Dutifully, we are multiplying in this city. In fact, let's expand it. In a country of 170 million people that you cannot find one person who will fall in love with you and you would fall in love with the person. No. 
I said for that to be true, it meant that God did not have a plan for you beforehand. That's, for that to be true. So you say, ah, no, P.I., I will never get married. I've tried it. I, I, there's one boy I, I went out with, Timothy. The way he broke my heart, P.I. <laughs> All men are not scum. <laughs> if you believe that, that is narrative. That narrative will limit God. We have to work on that narrative. All right? Because, so I don't remember, I, but, but the thing is, someone said, ah, P.I., I can't find a job. I've been trying to find a job. Maybe I'm not meant to be employed. For that to be true, what else needs to be true? That God had no plans concerning your employment. P.I., I cannot make a billion naira. No. <laughs> I'm from Ibadan. <laughs> Just had to get the Ibadan jokes out of the way quickly. Billion, billion, billion. P.I., do you know how many? P.I., how many zeros are in billion? How many zeros are in billion? Any? Nine. Impressed. <laughs> How can I make a billion naira? For that to be true, it also means that God had no plans. No, P, I know I cannot go the whole year and not have sex with someone who is not my husband, who I'm not married to. <laughs> Tell someone God has a plan. God has a plan. God has a plan. God has a plan. Because you were created for a purpose. Anyone who must walk with God in a way that will not limit him must also remember that there is purpose attached to their life. Where there is a purpose, there is a plan. And the things that we will do or not do, right, will either aid or they will destroy the work that God wants to do. In Galatians 6, 9, he says, Do not be weary in while doing good. For in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Surely scripture says, Eyes have not seen it. Ears have not heard it. He says, Do not enter into the hearts of man the things that God has planned, prepared. God wants us to have an expectation based on the fact that he has a plan for your life. So don't get sidelined by your past experiences or the things you heard happen in other people's lives. Romans 8 verse 28 says, We know that all things work together for good for them who love him and are called according to his purpose. I think it was while I was on the break, you know, God began to speak to me about people having budgets that are reflective, that have a heavenly input. I don't know what your budget for 2019 is. I don't know if you have a budget. But where is God in that budget? When you, what is reflective of the plans you have made this year that shows that you are born of God? Anything at all. What is reflective of in your plans for this year? that shows that you are a child of God. One thing, what is it? You want to share? <laughs> are you even hearing me with this thing in your ears? What did I say? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you got a head for that. But what is reflect? Because you made a plan for this year, 2019. But what is in your plan that shows that you are a child of God? September. I will go to Oxford for MBA. July, I will finally ask for Lucia to marry me. Not that for Lucia, other for Lucia, just relax. Uh, December, I will go to Seashells for holiday. Uh, March, I will finally share my God experience. But my point is, in in what, what have you planned this year that is reflective of your connection with God? What one thing? I'm not even asking you for three things. What one thing? What one thing? 
some people say, look, you know, if you don't have an expectation, you cannot be disappointed. It's a lie. That is permanent disappointment. I mean, uh, sorry to go here, but most Arsenal fans, no, no, let's, let's just stay off. I, I used to be there, so I know how. You know how we, I'm, I'm a Liverpool fan now, I think. <laughs> you have to see how things are going, all right? <laughs> but most Arsenal fans know how you approach games. The insurance, you say they will lose today. When they win, you say, ah, we won, they tried. When they lose, you say, eh, I said it. I knew we were going to lose. So people say, if you don't make plans, he that is down need fear no fall. But how do you walk with an unlimited God and have no plans? Zero plans. Zero expect. It is not a form of spirituality. I just take it there as it comes. No. You are not spiritual. You are afraid. I would rather make big plans in God and achieve 70% of them than take that attitude that says, look, let me make no plans and at the end of the year I say, well, whatever I see is what God wanted to do. He's an unlimited God. So where is this plan to preach to a hundred people or a thousand people? Where is this plan? <laughs> you know, I think it was during the fast. Yeah? Okay. It was during the fast. Was it during the fast? The last fast. And we're going to fast again. No? Starting tomorrow. I hope you know. Yes. Uh-huh. Whoa, whoa. It's 21 days only. All right. to disappoint. Sorry to disappoint you guys. All right. It was during the fast. I think one day I came here and I said, look, one thing that happens to me, or that happened to me recently, was that I haven't spent time in worship, spent time praying, that one day I just, you know, sometimes you just come out of prayer, you're just like, ah, how much do they sell bank? Bank. Like GTB. How much is one? <laughs> you're the kind of thing you say, and the people around you laugh. Then you know a hair. You know you're being with God. Or you just drive there. See these banana island houses. If I want to buy five, how much are they? Or let's move, let's move away from just the materialistic faith. You think this guy's a canal pastor. You say, if I want to send a 10,000 children to school in Lagos, how much will it cost me? 10,000, 10. What of 20,000? Is this private or public school? If I wanted to pay the bill for every child born in a government hospital in the city of Lagos, how much will it cost me? Someone you have still planning based on your state of origin. Another person you are planning based on your father's money. And your father, your earthly father has some money. Yes, I know. But he's not God. Some of you are planning based on the money of the person we are going to marry. I'll come back. Tell, ask the person next to you, what are your plans like? 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 Do, do you have a big dream because you've got a big God? Do you have a big dream? I think it was a prayer meeting yesterday, you know. Uh, it was laid in my heart that, that we have at least, I think the number was 56 people who would give, and this is, I had to say this carefully, at least a million naira. Hang on. And I don't mean you give it to church. Okay? Because once I said that, people are like, oh, wow. Pierre has joined that league, have <laughs> But if, you, if God lays in your heart to give it to church, so the way it was, because you know, the Bible says it is more blessed to give than to receive. So you don't measure net worth by what you have been able to keep. You don't. You measure it by what you are given. All right? So if you have not given 10 million, if you have not given 100 million, you're not a millionaire. You're just holding. You are a, an inventory keeper. In fact, for some of those things that you think you have, it's a lie. Go and check it. They have you. Those shoes that you've hand, you've put to this, they own you. I said, look, 
for that God was bringing people, like I said, it's, what occurred to me was that there were people who, it seemed like we were giving according to our age. That was exactly what I said at the prayer meeting. Pastors preaching out of 2 Corinthians 16, talking about a gentleman called Uzziah who became king at 16. And, and I remember he says to people, look, do not postdate your destiny, please. Do not wait until you are 30. Say, when I'm 30, I will now arise and shine. Or you say, when I'm 40. Or, or, or when I'm 40. Nothing happens on the day you turn 40. I turned 43 weeks ago. They tried to pour, what do they call that thing? They tried to wake me up at night and pour things on my body and take pictures. I staunchly resisted all of that merriment spiritual mood. You know those things they pause, boosh, and uh, things on, they now dirty the hotel room. <laughs> and help me not the person next to you. I tell them, I think you're old enough for God to bless. I think you're old enough for God to bless. Mm, I think you're old enough for God to bless. I mean, most people around you look 21. All right. But even at that age, you are old enough to be a blessing. I've said it before, and I think, I don't know if we've heard it here. I keep saying that I don't understand that once you start working, you, you should be paying school fees for somebody in this city. It's not, I don't, I don't understand. We're not, it's, you, how do I, how do I say this in a way that we will understand? You are called by an unlimited God, resourced by an unlimited God. We should hear the things that you plan to do, see the things you plan to do, and know that you are not just listening to earthly conversation. In fact, I think it was over the break, I put in my notes, you know, God talking about this concept of a heavenly gossip, that there's a way you hear things in heaven, and it affects the way you plan and behave. Because destiny is not fulfilled accidentally. Okay, let me land this. Um, one of the things that is big for us this year will be the ability to walk and live by the Spirit. Will be the ability to walk and live by the Spirit. Living in the Spirit opens you up to the multidimensional manifestations of God. Um, I think it was the last message I preached in December out of Romans 6 and Romans chapter 8 where I began to speak about how there are two, at least two different dimensions to us. The fact that we're spiritual, but yet we have to contend with the flesh. And we talked about sowing to the Spirit and sowing to the flesh. Um, so I had a strong impression to say this to someone because I, I think it, it does bear repeating. This is the year that you should be most spiritual. Um, do not... This is the year when you should prioritize anything that is spiritual. Anything that is of the Spirit. Anything that is of God. This is the year when you should be able to ask yourself at the end of every month, am I growing spiritually? When you grow physically, you know it. Okay? Every once in a while, I catch my wife again with the scale in the bathroom. You know? Because she climbs it. No! You know, and all that stuff. And then I'll come and ask you, have I put on weight? Which is a trick question. It's not fair. Because if you say no, then if you say yes, then of course you're not a bad person. And then if you say no, you may be lying. So you just have to say, ah, you're okay. You, you know, you put in script. You're wonderfully made. You're doing all right. I like you, I like you the way you are. Yeah, yeah. But are you putting on weight in the spirit? Are you, do you, I mean, I can see some of these guys. I know you've been gymming. I can see your muscles and all that stuff. But are you, are they, are you getting more muscular in the spirit? They say the length of time you spend in prayer is not reflective of how mature you are. True. 
But you know that if you're talking to a lady, uh, yeah, that if you can speak to her for one hour today, two hours tomorrow, five hours, you're making progress. True or false? Help me ask the person next week, are you growing spiritually? Are you, are you growing spiritually? Are you growing spiritually? Ephesians chapter 5, verse 16 says, Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understanding what the Lord's will is, and do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. Speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of God. Father, we thank you. It's, God will not force his will on us. But the, what, what you would find, and I think it was last year praying and the word opportunities, I believe that this year will present us with opportunities for spiritual growth will present us with opportunities to know God better. Let me just, so there's a, there's a fast that starts tomorrow. It's the whole of the Elevation Church. Uh, it's, it's when you wake up in the morning to 5 p.m. And I think the fast and prayer, prayer and fast, the uh, bulletins will be, will be, but we're not doing it just because it is what we do. I mean, anybody who comes here knows that we like to fast at LifePoint. Right? So this is the church-wide fast. The one for LifePoint, we'll do that later in the year. All right. And then you can do your personal 21-day fast. So maybe you should You'll be able to do 100 days this year. Fasting. You know, when you fast, you go fast. Huh? <laughs> but it starts tomorrow, and we're hosting the whole of the church here. Early morning prayer meetings. So everybody comes here. 6 a.m. in the morning. 6 to 7, and then you go to work if you've resumed. That, of course, means you should take a shower before you come. Otherwise, you'll be going to work without taking a shower. But would you read your Bible through this year? Would you look for a couple of friends and say, look, can we meet up one Saturday every month and spend three hours praying in the Spirit? Would you set up a worship meeting by yourself? You know how you call your friends and say, are you available for drinks? Yeah? Would you call some friends this year and say, are you available for prayer? And if you don't have friends like that, you better go and find them quickly. Would you consider this year having people that you would read whole books of the Bible Would you consider this year spending a bit more time on social, on, on scripture, a bit more time on scripture than you spend on social media? Because those who get the full benefits of an unlimited God must develop root in the spirit. Our part is not to limit God in the fulfillment of his plans. Our part is not to limit God in the fulfillment of his plans. We've called uh, the prayer meetings in the mornings uh, the marvelous help uh, prayer meetings because, you know, my pastor says, look, um, that's one of the things God has said to us this year. So, what is my charge to life point? Um, we, we have a choice. We can let 2019 go in a hurry. Because what happens is January, then February, there's elections. So we're all talking elections. Then March, then, you know, you do April, May, June, then you realize half year. And then, you know, once it comes to September, you can almost hear the Christmas carols already. Or we can at the beginning of the year like this, decide that this year will not go by except the will of God has been fulfilled. For someone, there are plans you have made and you have to go and rewrite them all over again. For someone, it's time to start those businesses. Not the business, those business. Because you've been talking about it over and over again. For someone, it's time to get married. 
You've been looking at her from afar for too long. When will you just even say hi? What's case scenario? Go and sit beside her in church in the hope that one day I will say, turn to your neighbor and say, I love you. But you can't stay from afar and be saying, God will do it. May I speak to the person today as I round up? Um, follow up if you come, we'll sing. Who, who has already given up on the year? You're already in a tough place. You're already sad. Will you please approach this 21-day fast? Just do the first week of the fast. I beg you. I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are. Would you please do the first day of the first week of the fast? If you have never fasted before, would you please join? Your neighbor possibly has been here a while. We have fasted for 40 days. Nobody died. So you will not die. I don't know who it is. If it is a part of your life where there is such limitation, such darkness, would you consider just waiting on God? Because this year, you know, I've, I've heard a lot of things on social media and they say, oh, um, you know, don't say this is your year or, you know, don't give people false hope. But you know, <laughs> when God designs the solar system, one of the things he says is that there will be signals for seasons. Right? And so, when the year turns, typically there's a season around there. And so we have every right, and especially as impressed by God, to say, look, this is our year. This is our year. On, on, on Wednesday service, we'll talk about uh, visioning. Uh, please do come. But even before Wednesday, Monday morning, wake up at 5.30, come for a prayer meeting at 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock we're done, head off to work or back at home or whatever it is. But tell the person next to you, tell them this is our year. This is our year. Uh, tell the other person, I think this one doesn't, tell the other person, this is my year. This is my year. This is my year. I'd like you to pray one prayer this Sunday. And we're going to take our time and just celebrate God. But I'd like you to pray one prayer this morning. I'd like you to just first pray in the Spirit for a minute if you can. That prayer says, I will not limit you. Ragapanda Magato Shalapanda Magade Bush. Amanda Harapanda Makaleba Hikiri Progodo Shatari Brigadish. Amanda Lagapanda Nagadash. I will not limit you with my words. I will not limit you with my thoughts. I will not limit you with my plans. I will not limit you with my fears. I will not limit you. Mande Regade Bashanda Magado Shanda Makalaba Ribrigadish. You are not in church by accident. It's the first Sunday of the year. For someone I know you, it seems like the devil has you cornered in a place, but you are in the house of God. He says, Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Mamba Ragada Kamba Regadesh. Manda Lagadash. You might not have noticed, but the gates are open. Mambo Kalaba. You might not have noticed, but the chains are broken. Mambo Kalebos. Ekebonda Magare Maharabagabande Regadesh. Manta Lagadash Kale. It's not time to settle. Makalebondo Rogodosh. It's not time to settle. It's not time to settle. Hey. He says, what do you see? It's not time to settle. It's not time to settle. Hey. We refuse to end up like Israel. He says we walk by faith and not by sight. Mondo Logodosh. 
Would you hold the hand of one person on your left and one person on your right? I don't know who they are. I don't know if you know their names, but would you just pray over their life as a seed this morning? Would you declare over that life that nothing missing, nothing broken? In the name of the Lord Jesus, declare that the fullness of the counsel of God concerning this season will be established and entrenched in their lives. In the name of the Lord Jesus, declare that they will live and not die. Declare that this is their happy year. Declare that this is their happy year. Declare that last year was the last time they talked about suicide. In the name of the Lord Jesus, declare that this is their prosperous year. Would you pray another minute? Would you pray that God will cause a fire to burn within their hearts? In the name of the Lord Jesus, that they will be unable to settle for that which is mediocre. In the name of the Lord Jesus, come on those, come on those, come on those, come on those. They said of Jesus, we saw a star. For someone, we see your star already. Your star has reason. For someone, your star has reason already. Would you declare it over their lives? Your star has reason already. Mamba Colobondo Supre. Eh, Capondo Lucos. Eh, Capon. The wise men are coming in the name of Jesus, bearing gifts. Your star has risen already. Eh, Camarabarobo Shata Macalabare Brigadish. Eh, Macalabacanda Macare Brigadish. Le Maharabanda Macare Brigadish. Shatamaka. As a church today, could we say to God, Lord, we refuse to limit you in any way, any shape, any form. We declare over life point this new year that, Lord, you will do what you want to do. Let's just pray that prayer in one minute. I'd like us to declare that over this house that God will do what he wants to do. Let there be healings. Let there be testimonies. Let there be breakthroughs. Let there be conversions. Let there be deliverance. Just pray in the spirit. That the glory of God will fill this house. That the glory of God will fill this house. Let every other name fade away, Jesus. I don't know who it is who needs to just declare over their life that they will grow. Declare that I'm growing this year spiritually. I don't know who you are. But declare that this year I'm growing spiritually. I don't know what has stood before you or before you and your spiritual growth. But declare that this year I am growing spiritually. I am not an abnormal child. This year I am growing spiritually. This year I am growing spiritually. Maka, Malaganda Ragadosh, Shanda Makaraba. I don't know who you are, but Kabondo Lobosh. But your year, your time as a spiritual babe has ended. Eleboch, Kabondo Logodosh.
picture I have is like someone who you feel like you're in a well, like a pit, yeah? And what I see is a lifeline. I see a rope and I see you climbing out. I don't know who it is and I don't know what, how particularly applicable it is. But there's someone, God has sent you a lifeline. God has, I don't, you, 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 you are saying in your heart, I am in a, in a pit. Okay, there's, but God has sent you a lifeline. I don't know who you are. Could we pray in the spirit for one minute? As we pray, as we pray in the spirit, I'm asking God, Lord, would you show us your will? Would you show us your will? For someone, I, I, I sense that God wants to give you a big plan. He wants to give you a big desire. He wants to give you a big goal. So just pray in the spirit. Wherever you are, just pray in the spirit. For someone, he said, let's build it together. I like you to just pray quietly wherever you are. I like us to let God minister to us in the service this morning. I don't know what song you want to play, but I'd like us to just take this minute. I'm just going to continue praying. I'd like you to just shut your eyes wherever you are. At the center of it It's you that I see. Oh, at the center of it all, it's you that I see. It's you that I you to take that bold step and stand up wherever you are and let God see your heart. There, there, there are people here and you know that that confession you need to make. So I'd like you to stand, Father, we thank you. 
Uh, Father, we thank you. Everyone else is just giving you the privacy of the moment and they're praying and they're worshiping. But I'd like you to stand. It doesn't matter who you came with. I'd like you to stand. Stand before God and say, Lord, I receive your love. Lord, I receive forgiveness of sin in Jesus Christ. I, I, whoever, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'd like you as you start to say this prayer with me. Say, Heavenly Father, I accept Jesus. I accept your love. I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior this morning. I accept the forgiveness of sin that was purchased by the blood that was shed on the cross. And so, Lord, I declare that I am now a child of God. I declare that I am now born again. I declare that I am now accepted into the kingdom of God. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, thank you for everyone who is saying this prayer this morning. We thank you because they are established in your kingdom and they now belong to you. God, we shout a big amen, a huge amen. Life point is one thing I'd like us to do this morning and it's five minutes of just praise. Thank you for listening to a message from the LifePoint Church. To download more free messages, please visit www.soundcloud.com forward slash LifePointNG.